0: Yo, I'm Chad,
1: and this is Eric,
0: and together we are yeah, mm-hmm. You know, I always like pump my arms up in the air like I'm lifting weights whenever I say "Yeah,
1: whatever we are." Yeah, I just whip my dick out and hit stuff with it. <laughs> well, bam, the phone. Well, bam, the door handle.
0: I mean, you know, to some people that's like working out. You know, as long as you get some uh, cardio, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, today, today, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for bearing with us. Last week, Eric, we had
1: like, I want to say like a half episode, but it was more like a thirty 33% episode? Well, length-wise, it was 33%, but awesome-wise, it was 100%. <laughs> so, you're saying that size doesn't matter. <laughs> well, not in the podcast, because I, I still covered the awesomeness it's for anyone about, that likes television. It's about the motion of the ocean.
0: Um, so, actually, I premiered... Um, uh, my fourth documentary last weekend, mm-hmm. and I was just so tied up into it that I, it just couldn't happen for me. Uh, so it was awesome. Premiere went great. We had like a like a real film premiere at mm-hmm. this place called Standard Toy Craft, which is this hole in the wall on the third floor. It's like a third floor of like a, a renovated um, like industrial building. I think it was like a, like a textile factory. Mm. Yeah, so... So it was great. A lot of people that were in the film showed up. It's a documentary about national puppetry scene. We'll probably have a, the trailer and the links up on our website and our Facebook page at some point. Cool. Um, but yeah, it was great. It's always fun to have a film premiere because then you're like, it's more than just like you putting it out there into the world like a digital release. It's like, you know, it's like a little party, a little celebration. Mm-hmm. You know, to be like, check this, check out this thing that I made and that, we'll, that we all sort of made together. And, and you're in it, and you're in it, and you're my friends. Let's all have a beer and Watch a movie.
1: Yeah, you guys all get puppet wasted, and then do like puppet, <laughs> like do like really <laughs> shitty, awesome puppetry.
0: Sadly Sadly, no. Uh, uh. No. You, usually, if there's puppets and you're drinking, you're usually watching other people humiliate themselves up on stage and la- and laughing at their antics and applauding them too. We're, so we're a very I, gracious. Uh,
1: so I think we got tons of little things we got to talk about today.
0: That's true. We, I mean, so many little little things. What do you? What do you even want to begin with?
1: Uh, Deadpool the movie. Deadpool the movie. Eh, well, all right, yes, Deadpool the movie. Deadpool, Rob Liefeld's only worthwhile <laughs> contribution to comic books. Yeah, and, I, oh, and, and basically, mm-hmm. I mean, he hasn't really written them in forever, right? I mean, it just got taken over and made cool by not him. Exactly. So. <laughs> you know,
0: and it's the same thing with anything he ever did. Like you know, like with Cable. Cable got cooler for a second way later when they brought him back
1: yeah when Rob Liefeld came up with Deadpool he wasn't even cool really then like the legend of Deadpool has come on in the last decade or so now he's cool (laughs)
0: exactly you know he he started out as like a kind of like ripping on you know a couple tropes in the comic book industry but it really took some great writers to really expand upon that and you know everything that he's really famous for like talking to himself, the fact that he has, like, super cancer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, every, everything. Um, and just, like, his his hilarious wit came from genius writers that have come past it uh, Rob Liefeld co-created him with, mm. uh, I think it was uh, Fabian... I'm mispronouncing this. Fabian uh N- I'm just screwing it up. Anyway, there's a co-creator in there.
1: Oh, okay. So, um... You know, this was a will-they-won't-they they movie for many years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just kind of stopped caring about it. And then I, I think like a couple months ago, I saw that test footage. Right. Which was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it was, you know, it showed what like a CG Deadpool movie could really be. Silly, but, you know, tons of action.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think Ryan Reynolds was doing the voice. I don't know if he had the mask on in the car. Mm. But, you know, it worked. So I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe that would be cool. And so now that they are doing it uh you know i'm excited for it they haven't casted ryan reynolds per se Mm -hmm. but um you know if they don't go him hopefully they go someone who is not famous
0: yeah you know somebody that can really pull off the comedy and the humor the the only thing is you know i haven't really read deadpool in a long time you know you you see like a little like image or two here or there you know Mm -hmm. but i haven't really read a good deadpool like arc
1: yeah, for me, he's just like a Marvel's mascot. Yeah. But I'm okay with that, and I'm okay with not having read uh, comics of his because then I can just go into the movie and just enjoy it.
0: So I guess my, my question is, without myself knowing like what kind of cool story that Deadpool has done, you know, could you make a movie out of, I'm kind of wondering, like, internets or maniacs even, d- is there a good Deadpool like story because you know like you can only do so much with Deadpool you know he's this guy he can't really be killed you know in various varying degrees throughout his uh, career you know he's gone from like vulnerable to invulnerable to he kills the entire Marvel Universe to regenerating his head to maybe they're scaling him a little back if they
1: wanted to be really 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 lazy mm -hmm. they could just make a rated R version of the movie The Mask (laughs) And Which just replace doing... replace Jim Carrey yep. as the mask and put in Deadpool and replace Cameron Diaz with some other hot chick. There you go. And just, you know, do going after the mafia, blah, blah, blah. I mean, obviously I'm kidding, but, you know. You could do anything with Deadpool. You could have him just like that, taking on the... Uh, mafia. I want to see him... I mean...
0: I, uh, I've i seen him take on uh, Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Is basically... Taskmaster, if you don't know is this marvel villain who can uh like uh what, what like what's his power it's like well he's, as
1: soon as he sees your moves he can copy your fighting style yes master you know predict what you're gonna do and shit
0: exactly and he's defeated a lot of marvel superheroes using this awesome tactic and so when deadpool went toe-to-toe with him he kind of like turned on his like insanity like 110 Uh percent, to become truly unpredictable to defeat him Mm -hmm. and i think that was just i was like that's genius it works so well with the character it was great and fun to read you know
1: and uh
0: it was a great arc
1: just to have him start the movie as kind of this manic crazy kind of bad guy Mm -hmm. and have him just slowly turn into a uh, heroish person that has to save the day. You know, the last person you think you'd rely on then becomes your last graced hope. Boom,
0: that'll cool. work. All right, sounds sounds good. I I also heard the rumor is that it's going to be PG thirteen.
1: Boo! Forget it. I changed my mind. <laughs> I'm I'm done with this. I'm washing my hands of it yeah. now. It see if you make it PG thirteen, then it is the mask. Yeah, it is the mask now.
0: Well, I mean, the mask was due for a reboot anyway. Anybody who's ever read. Uh, the original Mask comic knows that they just took like one character, you know, this tiny little like few pages out of the Mask story, then turn that into Jim Carrey's The Mask.
1: Yeah, let's just do this. Jamie Kennedy is Deadpool. (laughs) 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 Let's just connect the two franchises together right now. Awesome. Um, Well, the other movie we heard about was Suicide Squad. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: I have not heard about that one.
1: It's not in stone, but that one is. It's like hotly rumored right now. DC has like a bunch of benchmarks over the next uh, five years for movies and stuff. Yes. So that's the rumor, especially. Um, you know, there was a, a good test run with the uh, Batman animated Arkham Asylum movie. Sure. So uh, you know they're talking Suicide Squad. Why not? Because it's their version of the Sinister Six. You know, Marvel's doing a bad guys movie. Yeah. Suicide Squad. DC. So uh, how pumped would you be for that?
0: I mean, yeah, hell yeah. I mean, especially, like you said, after the last movie, which was great. I would love to see more. And basically, you could throw anybody in there, as the uh, as the animated movie showed us, because just throw anybody in there because you can kill them off.
1: Yeah, and if you, um, you know, depending on what when this comes in the timeline, you could use this movie to introduce a bad guy or two, or you could use this movie as a rebound for the bad guys that got defeated in an earlier movie.
0: Right. Oh, no, you know, I, I take that back. You can kill off anybody you want except for Captain Boomerang. I feel like he's the mascot of the si- of the Suicide Squad.
1: Well, I know they just cast Captain Boomerang for uh, the Arrow TV show.
0: Oh, yeah, okay.
1: But I think it's, it's specifically because I think the, the Flash is going to have two episodes of crossover this season of the Arrow. Mm. I think Captain Boomerang, who is a Flash villain primarily, has been cast as a villain during those two episodes. Oh, okay. So... Flash, Arrow. So I mean, but you know, again, see a good test run on TV. We can do it, and they got like a badass-looking dude for it. I think so. (laughs) Why not?
0: I just hope they 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 captured the humor of the entire Rogues gallery. They're they're all the potential for those guys to be silly is just off the charts.
1: I mean, you have to like. There's very few villain superhero supervillain names in the history of comics. That are sillier than captain <laughs> boomerang <laughs> yeah i mean that's pretty awesome for silliness so mm-hmm. no yeah so if suicide squad happens that would be cool you know that's i feel like that could be what the Watchmen should have been
0: well the, wa- the watchman was you know it was the watchman it was very very close to the source material some might say too close
1: i'm just saying if you're gonna have like Bad guys and anti heroes and superheroes killing each other, yeah. maybe maybe railing each other. <laughs> Suicide <laughs> Squad gives you your best opportunity. Word. And who knows, maybe they could even work in some Justice League into it.
0: You know, with with all the uh I don't know, I feel like like future DC properties, who knows what's gonna happen. You know, like for years we heard rumor after rumor after rumor about like which movies they're gonna do and then that changed and I feel like you know we know what's going to happen with uh, with Marvel stuff. Guardians of the Galaxy gets another two movies, Ant Man, Avengers two and three, probably Thor three, Captain America three. I mean, like those are all definite.
1: Doctor Strange.
0: Yeah, throw him in there. Why not?
1: Well, I'm I know they want to do Doctor Strange. Yeah,
0: that's that's Which one is, property.
1: I'm like uh eh. I really don't give a shit. It's funny because when you think about it, I mean Marvel doesn't have that many comic book characters left because some of their best ones they don't own. Spider-Man, mm. the X-Men, Fantastic Four, all belong to different uh, film companies. So right. Marvel, yeah, you got the Avengers. But after that, eh, you don't got much. You got lucky with Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> but, I mean, after that, what kind of all-stars do they have? I mean, you know, I, could, certainly I could give you list. Certainly lists. not a – well, <laughs> but the ones they have are, are doing television because they're not good enough for TV, you know, or for movies. You got Daredevil – and uh you know iron fist and whoever the other ones were well i would love to see
0: i mean no matter who they put out in those movies there are just certain stories that i want to see you know to me it's more like about the story like i want to see civil war happen that Mm. could just be the coolest even if spider-man's not in it who cares throw in spider-woman you know Uh any of the spider-women right you know just like just fill those roles and we'll think okay great if fox had relented that would have been spider-man instead we get you know i don't know the scarlet spider or something close
1: mm. that's cool so you got supergirl the tv show possibly happening
0: right right all these you know all these uh, dc tv shows happening it's it's funny it's it's like you said they're doing that swap with marvel where they made terrible movies but great tv shows
1: yeah so yeah so supergirl tv show on cbs i hate cbs wow. um CBS. CBS sucks but and CBS you could get 10 million views and they'll just be pissed and cancel you <laughs> whereas any other, any other company would be like yay CBS is like this is not nearly as good as all of our fucking SVU shows and Law and Order shows uh, and <laughs> yeah. CSI you know so um, but I'm excited for Supergirl I think she could be cool I think she'd, she would do much better in television than mm. Wonder Woman would Hmm. Because this is, I mean, this can be done. It's Supergirl. She's from a different planet. She's trying to fit in. You oh, know, yeah. there's a lot We're, there. Wonder Woman. You get that Amazon thing. Eh, I don't know. A little confusing. Little, little weirder for television. But I think this could definitely work. Uh, just as long as it's not like Smallville. Just fucking embrace being Supergirl. Put on the costume at least once an episode. Like ten minutes left, and you get chased on the bad guy. <laughs> be actually be Supergirl. Don't be Kara. The whole time, yeah. You know, don't don't be Smallville,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but no, I think it'd be cool. I think they could get someone to whoop ass as Supergirl, so I would definitely watch that.
0: I think you know on Wonder Woman, I think you could do a Wonder Woman TV show as long as you called it like
1: Wonder Woman Warrior Princess. You know? she's just it's so. I mean, it's she's a wacky character you for television. For television, for a movie, I think that'll totally work. Yeah, for television, you know, I mean, what are you gonna do? Uh, I mean. Did you see Did you see the footage, <laughs> the leaked footage from the pilot television I, episode from, like, three years I ago? I did. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's really bad. And it's not the actress's fault, because she's fucking awesome. She, yeah. uh, God damn, I can't even think of her name. It starts with an A, and it's long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> A long.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, she played Lady J in G.I. Joe 2, mm-hmm. and she just signed on to be... Um, Another movie, or another comic book character. Oh. Fuck. Ah, I'm having like a shit sandwich memory day. It'll come to you.
0: I, 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 I've I, accepted that I just
1: am terrible with names. Her, her first name is like Adrian something. Adrian this your, Long. This is usually the part where you go clack, <laughs> clack, 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 on the keyboard and look yeah, it up. I save don't really me. care. <laughs> come on, man, save me. <laughs> because no, she got cast as like a, a comic book character too. Come on, just look it up. It's gonna kill me otherwise. Okay. Look it up. Oh, hang on. Just say, you know, Wonder Woman actress, Lady J, G.I. Joe Ad- 2.
0: Ad- Adrienne Palicki?
1: Yes, Adrienne Palicki. Okay. okay, now, what is the comic book character she just got cast as? I should've known, I put this on my Shark Nights page like a month ago. She
0: was born in 1983 in Toledo, Ohio. All right, see, it's loading. All right, we're getting there.
1: What did she get cast as? But when she did, I was like, oh, oh I know, Mockingbird. Mockingbird? Yep, she could be Mockingbird. Oh, damn. Yeah, cool, right? Awesome. Uh, you know what? People
0: for the longest time are saying, oh my god, we were putting up with these assholes in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because we're hoping that they'll like turn them into the characters that we like. So I'm yes. glad to see that they're like
1: just casting new people instead. I'm just glad my jump-started my memory there. Yeah, she going me be Maki merge. She's going to show up in S.H.I.E.L.D. That's cool. Because everyone in S.H.I.E.L.D. on the TV show are assholes. I can't yeah. stand them. They're Fuck stupid. Them. None of them should be special agents. They're terrible. Fuck all of them. But if... If Mockingbird shows up, <laughs> all right, I'm cool. If Lady J as Mockingbird shows up, we're good. Well, the best episodes, but besides
0: the last two from the first season, where you know the guest star ones, where you know Lady Sits just shows up and you're like, yeah. all right, great, it's time for a Thor commercial.
1: Yeah. So yeah, kill everyone on in Shield, including Agent Colson. Sorry, buddy. Just let Mockingbirds be in it. Yeah. But that'll be cool. And have Hawkeye show up. Why not? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Well, you know it's too bad it can't just be their show Hawkingbird and mockeye. Why well, <laughs> yes! can't believe Hawkeye. Well, <laughs> I, I fucking put my f- brain down on a George Foreman grill and it's gone. <laughs> I am fucking brain dead today. Yes. if Mockingbird and Hawkeye had their own TV show, it would be cool because to be fighting crime together, they're romantically involved, but maybe they're already divorced in this storyline or maybe they're getting close to it. Mm. it would work it would be good. Yes. They need to just fucking do that. So I know Jeremy Renner ain't going to go down to do television. No. Just cast someone else as, as uh, Hawkeye. That's fine. Yeah. And there we go. Boom. Those two. You got heroes. It works. And they're both Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
0: Yeah, and you know, if, if it takes off in a few years down the road, um, you know, uh, movie Hawkeye wants to come onto the show like he's not doing anything, you can just have like some kind of clone robot scenario happen.
1: I like Jeremy Renner. I liked him in Avengers, but he's easily replaceable as Hawkeye. Yeah, easily. I mean, I like the guy. I like the actor and stuff. God, I fucking loved him in uh, Hansel and Gretel, Witch oh, Hunters. Yes. <laughs> he was so awesome as that. And if they let him be <laughs> that kind of Hawkeye instead of so serious, yeah. it'd be a little better. But anyways, he's replaceable. Um, he was great in that movie. Um, that 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 movie with all the
0: uh, actors trying to get an uh, an Oscar. You know, that one.
1: Didn't uh, see it. Yeah. Now oh, it's your turn for the stupid brain. Ah, I'm not looking it up either. Kristen
0: Bale was in it. Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence was in it. Robert De Niro was in it. He uh, was in it too. It was, it, and like, yeah, anyway, he was good. He, he, he played he played this, uh, this corrupt mayor from New Jersey who uh, had a really awesome wig.
1: Mm, anyway. That does sound familiar. That got nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. American Hustle? Yes. Thank Boom, you. I win. I win. Yeah. My, brain, my brain is coming back. <laughs> it's coming back. All right, so, oh, oh before
0: we do anything else, yeah. I promised, and this was a promise, so I'm going to keep, keep this promise, so let's talk about Korra for a little bit.
1: Legend of Korra, coming back in, like, two
0: weeks now. So, um, I was actually invited back to the old TRL studios MTV studios which is uh, no longer TRL mm-hmm. um, to check out the 2014 Nickelodeon holiday
1: toy lineup and Fucking A man where's my invite Dude just come to New York next time <laughs> no, no no when is, when is it um, they do
0: they do it every year It's around like if only it was closer to Comic-Con you could have totally uh-huh. gone No okay. it was it was last it was last week Oh, well, you already went to it? Yeah, I already went. Sorry. And I'm just hearing about this now? Yes. It was the the, the week that I was premiering the film was like, all right. it was well, that tell, week.
1: All right. So I didn't even see pictures on Facebook or anything.
0: I was saving it. Actually, no, I, I was, um, I only had, I, I had, I brought my son, which is why there, I only took like one or two photos. Because when you have like an, a show floor full of toys at like grabbable level, and a one and a half year old, it's like a recipe for disaster.
1: They don't want little kids there. They want like fanboy adults there. They want industry
0: people to come in and then blog about their stuff and then hashtag it on Twitter. But they were so awesome with my little kid. They were like, Oh my god, an actual little boy. Look, it's the target audience. Let's see what he does. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. Oh,
1: I'll be bit the heads off of everything.
0: <laughs> well, it's a little bit like you know it's like a like a child in a candy store or a toy store really and they're like let's see what he does and I'm like is it cool if he touches stuff they're like yeah sure why not
1: i would it, laugh if he just took a shit on the floor and they're like <laughs> he hates the toy line scrap everything fire the vps oh no it was it was great though he
0: ran he ran straight to anything with wheels because mm. he's really you know he's a boy so he's into trucks and big things like construction vehicles so he ran right over to the ninja Turtles, knocked over the uh, the 15 inch Michelangelo Oops. toy onto the floor to grab some of the new vehicles that are coming out mm. and like you know he put a couple on the floor but then of course he's surrounded by stuff and he looks over and like his eyes get super big because there is like the Ninja Turtles Jeep and it's like uh, it's like a power wheels type of uh, toy. Oh okay yeah it was humongous and i wish i knew which you know their uh... their their site that listed everything did not have this on it but it's basically like a ninja turtles power wheel mm. and he climbs in it like he owns it and sits on the floor next to the accelerator pedal Nice. <laughs> and then like for the next five minutes I'm like alright i will push you around in this thing and it worked you mm. could totally go uh... go without gas and just push him around
1: why didn't you just put a brick on the accelerator, like they do in the movies, and let your son become a man? It's only on like what the fifth floor. Come on. Oh my god! It's well, a tough
0: windows. Trust me, he didn't need a vehicle <laughs> to destroy because after that he went over to uh, to like some some connects. Mm-hmm. Like like I didn't let him. I didn't let him get next to. There's like new Ninja Turtle Legos. Mm-hmm. I'm like no no no, you don't want that. So he went to like I think it was like Duplo or connects or something. Uh, and it was like this door, the explorer set up, and it's like this whole treehouse, and somebody spent a lot of time making it. And he's like, ah, and rips it in
1: half. Yeah, fuck you, interns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you should have pretended to be like a baby whisperer and be like, "What's that? What's it?" He says he wants you to bring back the GI Joes. <laughs> Just bring those back. He says new transformers suck. Yeah, that's yes. This is what he's telling me. See. Hold on, I'm getting, I'm getting some more. Okay. Uh, Voltron <laughs> was cool as lions sucked ass as vehicles mm-hmm. just you know
0: if if I had more time I didn't have any schmoozing time they had the Legend of Korra uh, video game oh. for Xbox and I was like at, at the end as I'm putting it back I'm strapping it back on, onto me I'm like oh man I didn't get to play the demo for Korra but then I looked around and I was like they don't really have any Korra merchandise at all like all oh, they have set up lined up which is kind of telling for this uh, for this holiday season is like DVD of of uh, book two, mm-hmm. the art book that they were selling uh, last year, mm-hmm. a couple games, stickers, and uh, patches,
1: <laughs>
0: and that's and that's all she wrote for Cora, man.
1: When I go to Comic Con uh, with you in two weeks, I'm gonna cosplay as a waterbender, but <laughs> I'm just gonna put my hand over a drinking fountain and redirect the flow. Awesome. Ah, right back at the person behind me in line. <laughs> Water bending, bitch! <laughs> Boom! You just got cosplayed. Awesome. Yeah. So,
0: so, all right. So, with that in mind, mm-hmm. uh, we went across the streets uh, after we had such a great time checking out all the new toys uh, that Nickelodeon's coming out with. Uh, we went across the street to Toys R Us, and immediately when I came in and you kind of make your way past the guy who's like was like, hold still, I'm gonna take your picture and you're like, ah, I'm a local, get away! you know. They had Legend of Korra plush toys. Ooh. And I was like, what? What's this? Why did they, ha- they have these, like, across the street? So, uh, they had plush toys and they were getting rid of them, too. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. They are like, Korra is done for. Sorry. Sorry, Korra toys. You were on deep discount. So, I picked up a couple toys. I picked up the Polar Dog and I picked mm. up uh, the Little Fire Fox. And these plush toys can be yours, dear listeners, yours for free. We're doing an impromptu contest right now. I think
1: it's a fire ferret.
0: Fire ferret, excuse me. Yeah. Thank you. All
1: right, We're impromptu up. contest.
0: So the contest is, I need maniacs. Log in to our Facebook page. Just search Jumpman Podcast on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, like us if you haven't yet. And tell us uh either like you know post a text or picture video etc show us your bending powers
1: oh and i just gave them like the perfect example of the water fountain.
0: i mean you could you could totally gas somebody with your nasty ass fart bending mm. you know we had, i think we had a couple episodes where we just talked about like sweet ass bending powers that would rock yes but all right i don't care if it's like a short story a sentence about how you're awesome i don't care what it is
1: a photoshopped picture
0: Yes, anything at all. The coolest the coolest uh, bending powers, as demonstrated by you, posted on our Facebook page, will win these plush animals.
1: Yeah, like whip your sister in the face with ramen noodles and call you ramen bending. <laughs> oh, I'm just giving you guys ideas. Awesome.
0: So, Maniacs, hit us up on Facebook. Show us your bending powers. And we'll, we'll announce the, uh, the winner on our next podcast next week.
1: Now I saw something interesting um, you know all the all the Star Wars shit's coming out you know like oh we think this is going to happen no mm-hmm. we think this going to happen oh there's a drone flyby of the Millennium Falcon mm. and so I don't click on all of them but I do click on some yeah. and I was scrolling down into the comment section and someone on the on the internet <laughs> in a forum actually put a cool comment really yes it's the only one of its kind it's like <laughs> whoa so I wrote it down <coughs> And, uh, and I wanted to share this with you. Okay. So in episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, when Anakin goes dark side and his eyes light up. Oh my god, yeah. And he goes into the temple and the stormtroopers kill everyone and Anakin chops down the younglings.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So someone on the forum was like yo, what the fuck were they doing? Why didn't the Emperor tell Anakin to kidnap all the younglings and grow a Sith platoon? Hmm. Like the, those younglings, what would you say they were? Eight years old? Barely. I mean, like, more like five. I mean, they were pretty young. They were yeah. pretty young. So, and obviously, there were no threat. There were no threat. They didn't need to be massacred. So, why don't you just take them? I mean, I know. Oh, rule of two. The Sith have a rule of two. Fuck that. So. What if you just kidnap all of them,, mm-hmm. and then the emperor's like, "I'm gonna raise them for the next fifteen years, and then when they turn twenty, I'm gonna see which ones have potential. Maybe I replace Anakin, right, you know because oh, who knows where that guy's head is? I've already solidified my power, so and then at, when they all turn twenty, I'll just murder all of them except like the best one, or maybe we use them as like a hit squad to hunt down the rest of the Jedi or something like that, and then eventually kill them, or you know, I just thought that could have been. Like when I read that, I was like, "That's cool. That could almost be like its own book." Hmm. And you know, in the expanded universe, it doesn't exist anymore. So he can do whatever you, <laughs> so you can do whatever you want. Like, what if Anakin, you know, stashed ten of them into a ship, and then he, you know, as Darth Vader, he goes back and, you know, he finds where the ship is drifting off into space, and a couple of them have starved to death, but the rest of them there, and he raises them, you know, kind of like those uh, the Force video games. What was it, Force Unleashed? Yeah. So instead of you know grooming that one Star Killer dude, he's got ten little uh, younglings and converts them into Siths, and you know turns them up and then and I think that'd be kind of like a cool book because what if some of them are like yeah fuck yeah let's be Sith and then you know half of them you know are like no and they and they they take the training but they become good guys yeah. you know kind of feel like future Jedi and then they all battle each other out and shit it's could be awesome. it's could have potential
0: that's a, that's a great idea.
1: Yeah, man. So what if you're what if, like, all right, the Jedi are dead.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Darth Vader used to be Anakin. He wants us to become a Sith platoon. Half of them embrace it and the other half just pretend to because like, well, ain't no one else left to train us. So we'll let this guy train us and then we'll use it to kill him.
0: Mm.
1: Be his own undoing. Cool. You could even bring in Obi-Wan because he's just on Tatooine for 20 years. <laughs> so we don't really know what he's done. So right. we could always say that he jumps in and helps out, and maybe it's like Obi Wan and his Cub Scouts against Anakin and his brats, mm. and they fight it out, dude. Maybe
0: that—that's kind of like the uh, the plot to Little Giants. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Fucking little Force Giants. <laughs> They're little Jedi, <laughs> right? He's like, "Hey, Anakin, some kid with Force powers just moved into the next planet over. I'll race you over there." Yeah,
1: that'd <laughs> get, be awesome. Get
0: yours, Pod Speeder.
1: They're like, all right, we need the ultimate play to kill these guys. I call it the annexation of Tatooine. <laughs> <Doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo>. <laughs> Who's got the lightsaber? I don't know! That's awesome. That'd be so cool, man. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just I saw that, that comment. I was like, that would have been cool. You know, Anakin should have been, you know, because once he becomes Darth Vader in the expanding universe, you know, in the comics like he never trusted the Emperor and he always yeah. wanted to kill him and stuff. This would have been the way to do it. To groom his own little hit squad, of Sith. Because... The emperor believes in the rule of two, but Anakin's probably like fuck it. So,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean that that would have that would have saved the entire prequels for me. If yeah, if if like if Obi Wan had actually like seen him not killing the younglings, like Young Justice style, where he kind of like fakes it or something, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. he's like, "Whoa, what? Anakin actually is smart. He's not really a fascist dick like we thought."
1: Yeah, or he could have been like, all right, maybe the Emperor did convince Anakin that all the adult Jedi are in on this plot to destroy the Republic. Yeah. But he's not a total, you know, psycho, so he doesn't kill the eight-year-olds who have nothing to do with this except for the fact that Yoda fucking just gives them lightsaber training.
0: I mean, but then there's that part in episode two where he massacres an entire village of sand people and the women and the children
1: that's true he already was an established (sighs) child killer there's wow he kills children in lots of movies i mean
0: i could see you know it sometimes in a video game you know fable uh fable two and three sometimes an entire village is just up against you and they all hate you and they're all trying to kill you and you're like well i guess everybody has to die that way i can stop being attacked but like in real life man you i mean you're 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 beyond gone if you do like anything remotely bad to a kid. So like, it was weird that you know like, and at the end of episode two, you're like, and now she's marrying the child
1: murderer. After he admitted it to her yeah, too. Yeah, it was she's like, like there, there, Anakin. It's okay. I'm sure none of them were going to college. <laughs> they're just dirty, <laughs> dirty sand people. She's like, ah, oh, we were gonna deport them anyway. Ah yeah. Have you ever seen one unwrapped Anakin? You did them a favor. Oh my god. It's they're just, very hairy.
0: It's just
1: awful. And then and then that
0: puts like her entire character into like this whole other place of just like she has she's a terrible decision maker and she's horrible and I don't like her anymore.
1: Yeah, how could you be the queen of a planet? and then you marry a psycho the next movie are you serious how do you fall for those lines (laughs) i hate the sand it's coarse (laughs) (laughs) and then that and it gets everywhere Uh, yeah (laughs) i I know all about that it gets up my pee hole (laughs) i mean then he's like watch this i can use the force to fucking cut a pear in half and float it across the table oh i'm swooning anakin You're so amazing. You're so romantic. Like that time we were riding that beast and you pretended like it stomped you out in the meadows. (laughs) Ha 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 I mean, that only
0: only works in far and away. And that's when your dad has crazy resurrection powers that you inherit from him.
1: Yeah, I might have to rethink this. Padme might have been the fucking dumbest of the dumbest. (laughs) You know, I always thought it was Jar Jar who, like, did the Senate vote and stuff. But Mm -hmm. Jar Jar was, like, manipulated. I mean... What does Padme have for her excuse? You know, at least Jar
0: Jar comes from a really dumb race. You know, like yeah, Boss Nass was kind of dumb. All the Gungans were kind of dumb. You know, Jar Jar might have been the smartest Gungan of the ball, but you know, like I, I have no such qualms about calling
1: people dumb. When your husband kills children and all the jedi in the galaxy you don't fly to his lava planet to break up with them in person you fucking break up with them over hologram it's not it's way it's not as impersonal as a text or an email you guys have fucking hologram technology just fucking show up as a 12 inch blue person and be like it's over it's not me it's you obviously click (laughs) yes this is what it sounds like <laughs> when our relationship dies with thunderous
0: applause oh my god yeah and it's from all the women in the entire universe saying you go girl
1: yeah, yeah. don't fucking let your boyfriend force choke you dude it's I mean bullshit <laughs> so if anything it's nice of Obi-Wan to stand up let's that. say
0: let's say, not even a hologram a recording of a hologram so that he can't like you know he like Vader force chokes a dude over hologram and then like episode five yeah no, but
1: Maybe we could turn this into like a PSA Cause at the end they're like she's dead And he's like no I felt it She was still alive And then just like freeze frame and Just put up like a domestic violence is bad In all of space Yeah it's just
0: kind of weird It's like you don't want to cheer or even like Vader after he kills a bunch of kids You're like just... I thought you were just some misguided pilot You know Not a child
1: murderer Twice yeah, He sucked um. Anyway, <laughs> so do you want to talk about the Jungle Book?
0: Yeah. Yes. And then and then we're gonna revisit Cora for a sec.
1: Oh, let's just do Cora then.
0: All right. So Cora, book four. Everyone is dumping Cora like she's a stinky turd. But it's the best show on television. It's
1: weird how it works like that. Brilliance is never appreciated. Yes. No one watches uh, Legend of Cora yet. Judge Judy makes more money than anyone. It's bizarre. Yeah. So
0: um. So Legend of Cora book four is coming out. Uh, next week? I think it's coming out in time for Comic-Con. Yeah, like the yeah,
1: week- yeah, like a week before Comic-Con. It's again. like
0: right on Yom Kippur Korra. Sorry, sorry, all my observant Jewish friends. <laughs> You're going to have to wait a day or two. Um, so let's. I just wanted to dump our predictions about Book 4 because everybody's talking about who's going to be the main villain for Book 4. The The co-creators have specifically said in a video that we know who this person is, the main villain, and that they've been setting it up behind the scenes for three books now.
1: Really? I did yes. not know that.
0: Everybody's kind of like, who could it be? Is it the, Was it Zelda Williams who had like a brief cameo as a name, named character the week that Robin Williams, her father, passed away?
1: Well, it's so weird because every villain on Korra... It's so obvious each year. Like, yeah. you know, there's always a, when there's a turncoat and stuff. Right. So now I'm thinking, shit, did they pull one over on us?
0: Well, here's... Well, can I can I give you uh, my theory?
1: Yes, please. My
0: theory is that book four... Because the, at the end of book three is the ceremony yep. uh, where Jinora becomes an air-bending master. And they yep. shave her head. I think... And I'm just. And this is wild. I think Janora is going to be the villain for season four.
1: Oh, that's so far off. You're 100 percent wrong. I can. I can totally. I You're 100 totally wrong. Up. You're 100 percent wrong, dude. Come on. She is like the fucking, like, I would. I would say Cora would go bad before that little girl would go bad. I
0: have. I have like a short list of like who could possibly be a villain, and it's like the Zelda Williams character. Um, uh, what's her name? Asami. Maybe she was evil all along. We just didn't mm. know, or Jinora, because Genora it becomes obsessed with power.
1: No way. I don't see that. I mean,
0: Kai could lead her astray because he's like her love thing, and uh, you know, like there's way. a relationship there that could go no sour. Way.
1: You can't have her as the last bad guy of this epic tale. Not after the Red Lotus or Red Vipers or whatever the fuck they were last time. Mm. Red Lotus. Uh, Red Lotus. I mean, you can't go from those bad guys to, like, a little kid or however, whatever time gap there is here. No, it's gotta be something different.
0: Okay, alright, I can see that. Well, what about what about Asami, though? She's been nah. there she's been this from the beginning. She's always been a part of Team Avatar, but, you know, her dad was evil and crazy. And we always she, talked about what happened to the Chi Blockers.
1: She had her chance in season one to flip and yeah. stay with her dad. She didn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's she's been just, like, basically window dressing for three seasons now. Okay. She barely, she barely counts. All
0: right, and then the, and then finally there was that like a named character for no reason in the uh, in the metal village, and they're like in the last episode I forget her name, but they're like, they they mentioned her name a couple times, and she had this like evil little smirk for like oh, a was, new character.
1: She was like one of the metal benders in the in the assault at the end, right? Yeah, and they like, when they fought the red lotus, like she she just randomly talked yeah she, the... she
0: she had a line and they mentioned her name a couple times and then she's in the final scene kind of like smirking evilly
1: that's the only one i think could have potential but you said they were they've been in all three books
0: they said they've been set they said it's been set up that this that this character like i don't know if, it, if this character's been like in all three but that they're setting up this person for like they'd said like it'll make sense in the grand arc of it all
1: hmm. i don't know
0: yeah I kind of I kind of don't want to say I kind of want to say it's like it can't be an airbender because we had the most evilest awesome airbender in the last book. Mhm. So that just leaves, you know, uh the earth tribe which there hasn't really been really any standouts besides the earth queen who is dead.
1: Like I said, what if it's uh, you know, not a bender, just a guy with a gun? But who but who
0: is that guy with the gun?
1: I don't know, but what if it's just an assassin?
0: Well what if it's what if it's Varric from from book two?
1: Nah, he's too corny. They 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 brought him back in book three and he just did nothing, so
0: He did nothing, but then he had like he had that Iron Man suit that he made that didn't go anywhere that was like a, a magnet suit mm-hmm. that kinda shut down that basically gave humans metal bending powers, sort of. Yeah. So what if it's what if it's him? <clears throat> I mean he was evil in book two, but not like the big evil. Hmm. So I don't know. There's some potential.
1: We'll see. I don't. I don't like any of those theories. I mean, I'm not saying they're totally wrong. But if they are one of those things, I'd be kind of bummed. I mean, we haven't really focused on the Fire Tribe yet. True. So. But the but
0: the only person who is even mentioned is um, Lord Zuko, who was there in season three, and then his daughter, who he went rushed home to protect. Hmm. So I don't know, mm. and then there's Opal. We don't know much about her. She's the uh, the metal bending chick that uh, Bo in, was all lovey-dovey over in Book Three.
1: Yeah, she became an Airbender.
0: Yes. So uh, I guess the uh, she's an Airbender, then it doesn't really work. Yeah.
1: Well, luckily we don't have to wait long. Unfortunately, the Legend of Korra panel at New York Comic Con is Thursday at five fifteen, and my train gets in Thursday at five thirty. Ah what the
0: fuck man it's gonna be standing room only dude is it though
1: they gave it a shitty
0: time that's true it's on a thursday but you know what last time on a thursday it was more packed than any other day yeah which i hated i loved back in the back in the day where they had like thursday was like press only day Mm -hmm. you know and there was like it was the best day to play video games because there's nobody there yeah last year it was just insane on thursday Mm. yeah so, so
1: i'm gonna fucking miss it i'm so disappointed i was like 5:30 on a thursday my train gets it no problem i'm not gonna miss anything and i guess i was wrong oh man
0: well you can so, still try
1: uh i don't know by the time i get there it'll probably just be ending you know because i still have to go get my press badge and all that shit well they're gonna send that to you
0: like there's, there's yeah there's no on-site check-in anymore so you're gonna get it in the mail
1: oh okay oh yeah.
0: cool so maybe you could just run in.
1: Yeah, I'll have to think about that, whether I'm going to check into the hotel first and then go, or just go straight to Comic-Con, I don't know.
0: Yeah, you should probably just go straight, because your hotel's in Queens, I think, so. Yeah. yeah you basically missed Thursday. Mm. Just saying.
1: Okay, well, so let's talk Jungle Book. Let's. So you sent me that, you know, we, we've we said this on multiple episodes before, that there's no original idea in Hollywood. No. And usually if one uh, company can't get an idea, they just create their own version of the same idea.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which is why there was two Meteor Striking the Earth movies. There was two Twister Tornado movies. There, There's two of every kind of movie. Every year, there was two White House Down movies last year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and now we've got two Jungle Book movies. And they're, they're,
0: they're coming out in 2016, I think.
1: Well... You, you, in your email, it says one says October 9th, two, twi- 2015. Oh, my bad. And the other one says October 2016. Hmm. So they're a year apart. And you've got The Jungle Book directed by Jean Favre, hmm. produced by Disney. Straightforward adaptation of the animated movie, mostly CGI. Only Mowgli will be live action. Then you've got Jungle Book Origins, directed <laughs> by Andy Sturkis, produced by Warner. A more dark and gritty adaptation of the book. Mix of live action, CGI, and animatronics. So basically, you've got the Jungle Book, Alvin and the Chipmunks. And you've got the Jungle Book, Planet of the Apes. Right. Where they're going to have CGI, but they're going to fucking look really realistic animals.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting. But so, if, they're, if they're spaced a year apart, maybe calling it Jungle Book Origins would trick everybody into thinking that it's a prequel of that other movie that they maybe liked.
1: Yeah, so this, this first one is going to be Sunny. And the second one is going to be... Not Sunny.
0: Dark and critty, swear to me, Baloo! Yeah.
1: I mean, for anyone that doesn't know, Andy Serkis, who's directing Jungle Book Origins, Andy Serkis is Gollum mm-hmm. from Lord of the Rings and Caesar from Planet of the Apes movies and King Kong. I mean, he's basically pioneered... How to uh, act and have it CGI'd over you afterwards? He's so, a good physical actor. Yeah. So he's the director, and and he and he he should have gotten a, an Oscar for some of these movies that he's done, but uh, maybe they can make a new category.
0: I mean, best motion captured performance. But but the thing is, is like a lot goes on before you see the performance that he gives. Like he gives the bass performance, and then it gets tweaked. And or replaced by the animators later yeah so it's collaboration
1: yeah so anyways so you know his jungle book the animals are not going to be I mean they're gonna they're gonna look like real animals yeah whereas the jungle book by John Favre they're gonna yeah. look like I think they're gonna look like the Smurfs movie yeah in my opinion you know so it's gonna be they're all yeah 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 and Mowgli's just like well I'm in Cartoon land. I wonder if it'll be like, like you said, Oven and the Chipmunks, where he's like, Con <laughs> Yeah. Well, so I want, I want to break down the actors playing the different parts, so we can try and decide which one we think will be better.
0: Okay. Yeah, because you're, you're right. It could go either way. Maybe realistic yeah. fighting, like like a 20 minute battle scene, like Lord of the
1: Rings, uh, with animals could be cool. So tell me what you think could be cool here. Now I don't even know the kids that they've got for Mowgli, so we're just gonna skip Mowgli. Yeah. Bagheera the Panther. Hmm. Bagheera the Panther in the Jungle Book played by Ben Kingsley. Well, okay. Sir Ben Kingsley. Right. Uh, who is, you know, kind of kind of crazy that he's playing a Panther. You know, he could do anything he wants. Um, and in Jungle Book Origins, Bagheera the Panther played by Christian Bale. Wow. Yeah. Where do you go? Who's going to be a cooler Panther? <laughs> ben Kingsley? Or Christian Bale. Well,
0: clearly, Ben Kingsley, the panther, isn't going to be doing any kind of one-on-one fighting like Christian Bale definitely will.
1: Yeah, I feel like Ben Kingsley, he's going to be the smart, intelligent panther that you saw in the Disney movie. Mm -hmm. And Christian Bale is going to fucking be the (laughs) flip-out panther. Mowgli, get the fuck out of my light! Get out of here, man! Mowgli, we're done professionally! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, you know, like I think maybe Christian Bale will be, like, a sex panther. Mm. So I, I'm not sure, like, who do you think is going to be a better
0: panther? I mean, well, it's clearly, like you said, like, it's going to be different. There's going to be, like, the wise Bagheera, like uh-huh. you saw in the Disney movie, and then there's going to be, I mean, Christian Bale as a panther, I mean, he plays a good monster. You know, did you see uh, Howl's Moving Castle?
1: Yes, a long time ago.
0: He transforms at one point into a giant bird monster mm-hmm. halfway through the film, Christian Bale and he played, that was before Batman and he gives right. the he gave the Batman voice to that, and it was awesome
1: Alright, well let's move on to Baloo the Bear mm. The Bear Necessities and the Jungle Book by John Prava, Disney version Baloo the Bear is being played by Bill Murray Well <laughs> The legend, the no legend
0: one, No one could beat that
1: I mean, although the only black mark in Bill Murray's career is when he played Garfield.
0: Yeah, yeah, but then he got to make fun of that later in Zombieland.
1: It's true. So I'm saying, but as far as voice <laughs> acting a cartoon, that sucked. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Blue Bill Murray, right. and the Jungle Book Origins, we have Andy Serkis. Right. The director stepping down, doing the bear. So he will actually be running and jumping and eating as the bear. Something, something
0: tells me Baloo is going to star in this movie it's going to be the Baloo movie
1: yeah I think it's going to be Rise of the Blues. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh like, Mowgli, yeah. check out these Baloo balls Yeah. bears no trust humans <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even know who wins that one you've got fucking Bill Murray the legend but then you've got Andy Serkis the greatest CGI actor of all time
0: You know, Andy Serkis has done a lot of, like, characters that fight. Mm -hmm. So you got, like, Christian Bale and Andy Serkis together on the same side against, uh, you know, like, the forces of evil. Mm -hmm. I can really see, like, a 30-minute battle scene happening. And 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 it sounds pretty cool.
1: Now for the mother wolf, Mm. we've got in the Jungle Book with John Robert Disney, we've got um Lupita, god i will crush her last name don't
0: don't even bother what what's what was she in 12 years a slave
1: yes or, okay yeah i think she she just won the oscar for that yeah. she was also a flight attendant and liam neeson's nonstop. <laughs> and she's gonna be in star wars awesome so but on the other side we've got naomi harris uh, who and what has she done I don't know. I was thinking Naomi Watts for a second. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure I know who Naomi Harris is, so maybe Lupita wins.
0: Another, so it's another. Uh, let's see. She's British actress. She played uh, Money Penny in Skyfall. Oh, okay. We'll uh, she start. was she was the voodoo lady in the uh, Car- Pirates of the Caribbean films.
1: What that one? Yep. Oh, okay. Well, I do know her then. Yeah. Interesting. Mm, I don't know. I got to go with Lupita yeah okay 12, 12 years a slave
0: made me, made me cry
1: for the leader wolf in the Jungle Book John Prophet Disney version we have Giancarlo Esposito also known as Gus from Breaking Bad Awesome. the fucking man <laughs> that dude after doing Gus he, he's getting all these roles where he gets to be the tough badass guy awesome um, the leader wolf in Jungle Book Origins is Peter Mullen Peter Mullen, that sounds so not familiar. Peter Cullen, Aww. not Peter Cullen, not Optimus Prime as Aww. the leader wolf. <laughs> Wolfs transform and roll out. Oh man. Mowgli jump in.
0: Let's see. Uh best known for train spotting. My name is Joe in the Harry Potter film series. Huh. I,
1: Let's hmm. see. What was he? What I'm trying to think of train spotting and Harry Potter and where they intersected. I, I don't remember like Harry Potter going on a heron binge and getting sucked through a toilet. <laughs> the shitty sheets. I'm looking. The shitty sheets uh, moment in train spotting is hilarious. Oh, well, the guy bangs that chick and just takes a dump accidentally in her sheets and tries. <laughs> he comes down to the whole family's eating breakfast and he's like, I need to wash these. And the mom's like, No, I'll do it. I'll do it. And they're oh, pulling God. the sheets and he lets go and the shit hits everyone's face.
0: Oh,
1: That's train spotting, baby.
0: Let's see. He was one of the Death Eaters in Harry Potter.
1: That nah, doesn't count then. Yeah. Nah. He loses. He lose. Sorry. All right. Here we go. Now, uh King Louis the orangutan in the jungle book. Right. Christopher Walken. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, God, that's the fucking man right there.
0: So they got they got a bunch of established actors that you that everybody knows playing this movie. It's gonna do really well. I wanna see
1: Christopher Walken sing. You ooh ooh. I wanna be just like you, ooh, ooh. So King Louis the orangutan in Jungle Book Origins is nobody. Nobody, not listed here.
0: No King Louis, but dude, he's Eddie Circus has played apes. I know,
1: right? Maybe he's too afraid of that. Mm. They'll rise up. Okay, it would make more sense if they rose up. Right? They're smarter.
0: Like a- apes could be in like you know a badass twenty-minute end of the movie fight scene.
1: Yeah. So here we go. Ka the snake. Ka the snake in Jungle Book. John mm-hmm. prophet Disney. Scarlett Johansson. Okay. This snake is going to have big ass titties, <laughs> but but you know it's different. You know you you uh you know uh, the only me- the only snake we've seen has been a dude. Now it's a chick, so that's different. Well, well before
0: I, before it was Winnie the Pooh, and that yeah, you know that guy's legend.
1: That's true, but uh, you know, so maybe she'll be more like a seductive snake.
0: I get it's so funny that they have like females cast as the snake parts. It's like, what, oh. are you, what are
1: they trying to say? Interesting because Jungle Book Origins, Ka the Snake, Kate Blanchett. Oh my god. So, two chicks both going for the Ka the Snake. You can't trust those women. Kate Blanchett, they're really pulling no punches here. They're getting a lot of acting talent. Yeah. So, shit. I don't know. I don't know who's going to be a better Ka. I that.
0: mean, she might have like an accent. That could be cool. Mm
1: hmm.
0: But just the, just the voice I don't hmm. know Galadriel as a snake could be cool
1: I might like Scarlett Johansson better because when she was Black Widow in Avengers and Captain America and she's lying and like manipulating people I could almost see the snake doing that
0: I don't know she hit... the thing I'd never liked uh uh like the 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 thing that I least liked about her in her earlier work was like her voice she has like this low mumble thing happening Yeah so I don't know if she's going to mm-hmm. I don't know
1: about her doing doing voice work, but I'm open to it. Yeah. Last one. Shere Khan the Tiger. Right, the villain. You know it's got to get somebody good to be Shere Khan the Tiger, yeah. which surprisingly Giancarlo Esposito not Shere Khan the Tiger. Hmm. But you will but they got some good ones here. For okay. The Jungle Book, Jean-Pierre Disney, we've got Idris Elba. Oh yeah. That guy's awesome. He can do it he fucking is shirkan the tiger <laughs> like i could just see him walking around as a dude with like a tiger hoodie mm-hmm. and like and i would just believe him yep like i could see him <laughs> like i've seen him in enough movies wearing a business suit where I, he could just pretend he's Shere Khan the tiger yep so i, I mean he 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 made
0: he he made everybody think he was awesome in a movie with nick cage it's not it's not easy <laughs> Rider <Ghostwriter> too yeah <laughs> We're like, yeah.
1: we're like, who is this guy? I actually like that character. I, I picture him as Shere Khan the tiger from Tailspin. Oh yeah, because in the Jungle Book, he's just in the jungle, but in Tailspin, he's the corporate executive. Yeah, he's the fucking asshole in a business suit. I pictured that as Idris Elba Shere Khan. I can see that. Now, for Jungle Book Origins, this is the guy I picture as Shere Khan, just the tiger in the jungle, which is Benedict Cumberbatch. Ah uh, yes yeah and he's like he just shows up to work he's like what am i today am i fucking dragon or tiger doesn't matter i'm gonna do the same scary ass voice i do for everything <laughs> oh watch out kirk i mean <laughs> i mean uh watch out bilbo i mean watch out mowgli Who <laughs> okay, and and i like him in all of it i like him in everything he was the best he was the best part about the second hobbit movie
0: everything else yeah. sucked ass and we're like, yeah. wow! They actually made Smaug cool. Yeah, Smaug, Smaug, Smaug. You <laughs> cool, it Smaug. It's just dumb when you well, like when regular people say it, it sounds terrible unless you're using a fantasy accent. Like when they were doing yeah. commercials for like I don't know, Seven Eleven. Yeah, they're like, hey, come by Seven Eleven, get your free Pepsi Sport bottle. Sponsored by The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug
1: yeah it's like if you're a normal person you're allowed to mispronounce it incorrectly because just say it the way it sounds best for you to say it even if it's the wrong way so we say mm-hmm. smog right I'm sorry desolation of smog it's smog that's all right well you know we can't say smog smog you know <laughs> it's like it's like I can't say like like if I if I hate terrorism which I do I can't be like yo fuck the Taliban I don't say fuck the Taliban <laughs> you know it doesn't sound right fuck the yo. Taliban
0: yeah
1: <laughs> So, smoug Anyway, so I don't even know. Who do you go for Shurkan there? Like, I've, I've tried to make it a tie. Whereas, mm. I pre- you know, I was like, you've got Tailspin Shurkan versus Jungle Book Shurkan. But, I mean, I think either of those ones are just going to kill it.
0: Mm. I, you know what? I, uh, I have to give it to Jungle Book Origins because, you know, I personally, if I watch what's essentially a CG remake of a classic beloved Disney animated film, Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be thinking about the original film the whole time, you know, versus if you do, like, you know, this dark and gritty reboot and everything's changed, I mean, I think I could give that a little bit more leeway in my imagination.
1: Now, I will also say, if the original voice actor who played Shirkan wasn't dead, I would have given it to him over these two guys.
0: Oh, well, well Tony Jay, absolutely.
1: Because he just fucking crushed it.
0: Yeah, well, he was great in everything that he ever did, which is the same exact voice. <laughs> He was, I think one of the last things he did was he was in uh, Soul Reaver playing the, uh, what, the Elder God.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. You're right.
0: It was like, it was instantly recognizable. Like, he just had, like, one of those voices, like, uh, whoever played Blue the Bear. Sorry, I don't remember his name. Right. And who was in every single Disney movie. Mm -hmm. uh, And or Winnie the Pooh. I forget his name, too. Mm -hmm. You know, like, there's just, like, certain voices that just bring you out. like Cam Cam Clark in
1: a video game you're like oh Cam it's him yep so I mean clearly these movies got talent Mm. they got the talent straight down in the starting lineup is looking pretty good Jungle Book Origins has a couple of the ones that I don't know
0: Mm -hmm.
1: whereas Jungle Book Disney is just all straight all stars yeah but that doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be the best because some of these guys and the problem I have with With cartoon movies done by all-star voice cast people, Mm -hmm. is that you can't believe that Will Smith is a fish in Shark Tale when all you just hear is fucking Will Smith. Yeah. So, it's like if you have one or two of these characters that just do their own voice, I can go along with it. But if they all just do their own voice, you're just going to be seeing an animal but picturing the person. Yeah, that's true. So, Jungle Book Disney might take me out of it, whereas Jungle Book Origins... You know, maybe you get uh, a better performance.
0: I don't know. Who knows? But, you know, there's going to be some animals hurting other animals in that movie.
1: Yeah. You know, have you read the original Jungle Book? Well, I remember we watched, like, the original 50s movie. Yeah. There's a lot of killing. There's a lot of killing. Shere Khan, Bloodbath.
0: And, like, he cuts off Shere Khan's head and brings it back to the
1: village, and people are really weirded out by it. Yeah, but in the beginning, that tiger is going into the village and taking people out. Yeah. And then the snake scene when he falls into the treasure hole. Ah. That's fucking crazy. That cobra goes up like 12 foot. Yeah. And then all the people are killing each other on the way back so they can keep the treasure because the treasure is driving them like jealous, like golems. Huh. That movie was crazy. And then, then there was the 90s version with, like, Jason Lee or something.
0: Yeah, Jason Lee and um, uh, that the, the most famous British comedian of all time. Uh, he played like a Monty Python guy? Yeah, he played R in the James Bond movies. Right, yeah. Uh, that guy. Exactly. Sorry. Oh, God.
1: Monty Python guy.
0: Anyway, you know who he is. It's, yeah. Uh, it's a tip of my tongue. Anyway.
1: We both just George Foreman grilled our brains today. <laughs> we have just dropped the ball left and right
0: it's true dude it's i just came you know what it's it's hard it's actually hard it's for reals it's actually hard to concentrate today like i just i just came back from a show and it's mm-hmm. one of those shows that was like it was set up not to be the greatest ever you just mm-hmm. you just know going in you're like this is going to be hard but it was even it was even harder because the a couple times i'm like all right don't think about uncle bernard don't think about yes. him yes crap
1: well let's let's end the show with that with a thunderdump tribute to our uncle bernard who passed away today um as a kid i feel like he was very influential on both of us yeah totally he introduced me to heavy metal really we were at our our grandma's house our nana's house and i walked down the hallway into his room and he had posters of twisted sister and quiet riot and pat benatar on the walls and i was like who are these guys? And he was just like, listen to this. And was just like cranking music. <laughs> you know, like back then, like we just listened to what our parents listened to. So we listened to like Michael Jackson.
0: Yep, and uh, and
1: uh, Steve, what? Yeah. Gloria Estefan. Yeah, and the, and the music
0: and the musical Cats.
1: Yes, fucking musical Cats. <laughs> yeah. So then when I walk into our Uncle Bernard's room and he's just fucking playing Twisted Sister and shit, I was like, oh my god, this is so awesome. <laughs> that rules. So I had no, and, I had no idea. Oh yeah, and the guy introduced us to wrestlemania he was he was like the
0: just the coolest dude ever
1: like our nana our grandma she would we would watch wrestling with her mm-hmm. but our uncle bernard is the one who somehow and like he seemed like a techno genius at the time he somehow got some kind of cheater black box thing mm-hmm. the unscrambled pay-per-view and so we were able to watch wrestlemania uh, 3 as a family. Yep. <laughs> For free. And like there was two or three Thanksgivings where we would watch Survivor series and then carve the turkey back when it was held on Thanksgiving weekend.
0: Wow, those were the days.
1: Yeah, he would just he would just fucking bring he had some kind of, you know, street box that mm-hmm. would unscramble the shit and we would watch <laughs> wrestling pay per views thanks to Uncle
0: Bernard. You know what he, he came over and modded our PlayStation one uh back in the day too. He was mm-hmm. always on the cutting edge of piracy. Our our awesome uncle and he and and he uh, he he came over and we did this trade where he modded our our, our PlayStation, but then mm-hmm. he basically took any of our games and burned them, like mm-hmm. made yep. backup copies. so yep. he, he had like this little uh PlayStation piracy thing going on and he he well and through him through all those burn games, that's how I learned about Metal Gear Solid, mm-hmm. you know and so many other like awesome franchises that they did not have for rent down at the video store, and you had to pay like you know. 60 dollars new for at like uh, EB
1: games yeah well I remember no one in the world could beat me at NHL 95 hockey mm- mm-hmm. nobody and Uncle Bernard came over and he's like yo let's play and so <laughs> uh we played but he played with offsides oh and I never played with the offsides rule mm. and he also played 20 minute periods instead oh my of five. God. So I played him for like an hour, and he beat me, and I was pissed. But I was like, "All right, touche, Uncle Bernard. I still, <laughs> I still got some learning to do." There it is. It's like he's like, "It doesn't count if you don't play with real NHL rules." And I was like, oh "My God, no, I guess that's true." Well, he's,
0: he's hard. He was hardcore. Yeah, man. He, you know, um, ba- back before broadband or wireless, I played Uncle Bernard uh, online on uh, uh, Doom through yeah. dial-up yeah and it was crazy because I'd never done it before, so I'm on the phone with him writing down his i p address and the settings that we had to use
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he had like i think he had come over to our house and like set like he showed me his uh his his page on some b b s uh board mm-hmm. you know I mean, he was just really cool uh but then we played doom online together we did, we did co-op and I remember this one moment where, like, you know, like, I accidentally shot him, you know, a couple times. And we get into this elevator together, and I'm waiting for the, the elevator to get to the next level. And he just, he types in, don't ever turn your back on me, and kills me. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> it was the man. Yeah. But one of, the, one of my prized possessions to this day was given to me by Uncle Bernard when I was a kid. Wow. He came, we were at our Nana's house, and he came over and he said, like, the arcade down the road, there was a couple of old cabinets. I don't know if they were selling them or trash them or whatever, but he ripped the the big name placard off the top of the arcade cabinet, and it was for the classic arcade game Defender. Mm. So anyone who doesn't know that, look it up. It's, it's a pretty sweet game. Yes. And so it, it said Defender, but the company that made it, uh, the company's name was, was our, our last name so he was like check this out it's got our, our name on there and it's Defender ripped it off an arcade cabinet he just gave it to me Cool. Like I didn't even ask him for it and he just gave it to me I was like oh man this is like the coolest thing ever <laughs> and I've kept it it's been in my bedroom everywhere I've moved even in college and stuff and I've actually used it to inspire me I like looked at it once and I like created um, like uh, some book ideas and like a character and stuff from it just from that so uh, it's like I still have it so it's, it's pretty sweet thanks cool. dude
0: yeah man so so uncle, so thank- uncle burner we miss you man you were yeah. you were awesome you yeah know, in, in a lot of ways that that you know that we're not even going to talk
1: about yeah uncle burner was cool and i'm sure everyone out there's got an uncle burner so you know go chill with them.
0: yeah exactly if you have like a really cool person in your life that you haven't seen in a little while and you're like wow they were really cool you know it's time to call them up and you know just like talk doesn't matter if it's like an awkward five minute conversation just let them know that uh, that you're thinking about them it, it means yeah. a lot
1: yeah dudes all right well peace i'm out of here
0: all right, cool. Wait, wait, wait. You can check us out every week with Jumpman Podcast. We're a video game slash movie slash whatever podcast. Uh, our headquarters is over at jumpmanpodcast.com. We're also broadcasting on retrowaretv.com, elder-geek.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. And, again, with the Korra contest, it's on our Facebook page. And uh, start some beef with me on Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. It's happening right now. Me and this guy, James Blonde. It's because it, if I wasn't as nice as I
1: am, we would still be fighting on Twitter right now. Oh, my God. Chad, anyway. if is, if you guys don't know, Chad is never wrong, especially when he posts on the Internet. So yes. just, just quit it while you're ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we, right. we, didn't, we
0: didn't even talk about get, but really fuck those guys.
1: <laughs> uh, I, 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 I briefly went over your Facebook post, and I was like, this is what." I just ignored it. You like, don't want to go. Don't care. <laughs>
0: don't care. <laughs> But at, but at the end, even if you just dis- disagree with me on the internet, I'm gonna be civil because there's nothing worse than like feeling so burned up about somebody that they're wrong and you are right that it like invades your your day,
1: and, and it just, does it does for me. So I have to like make it right. And just know that Chad is civil with you because deep down he knows that you're wrong. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's just trying to help you reach that conclusion yourself. Yes, and also make myself <laughs> feel a little better for not being a dick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we'll see you next week. All right, bye. Jump man
1: engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand, one shall fall.